Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and I suffer from FOMO, which is fear of missing out. I also suffer from poverty, which is unfortunate because having money is the best remedy for FOMO. I think I first contracted FOMO on my first ever family vacation. Um, we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee when I was like 9 or 10 or something like that. And having never really left my hometown before that, I remember being in shock that there are other way cooler places than the tiny town of Bad Axe, Michigan. And Gatlinburg isn't even a major city, it's just a town in the Smoky Mountains with a bunch of tourist traps. But it opened my eyes to the wonders of travel. And ever since then, I've had this very specific strand of FOMO called Wanderlust. And I've been needing to see new places. And when I'm in one place for too long, I get stir-crazy because I feel like I'm missing out on something. Um, That's why I moved to Alabama after grad school, because I needed to get out of Michigan and see what else is out there. Uh, In hindsight, maybe not the best state to move to, Uh, But at least I'm closer to interesting cities like Atlanta, New Orleans, Nashville. And uh, I also just recently applied for a passport. Um, Can I afford to travel to other countries right now? Absolutely not, but I like to have the option. Anyway, I wanted to do some research on Wanderlust, uh, try to get to the root of why people love to travel. And from what I can tell, not a whole lot of scholarly research on Wanderlust, but I did find an interesting article that claims you can predict someone's travel preferences based on their personalities, specifically if they're a romantic or a classical personality. Um, So a a romantic personality values emotions, idealism, spirituality, creativity, and a classical personality prefers rationality, realism, straightforwardness, no emotions. And the article said based on that, you can generally predict what someone's travel preferences will be meaning type of destination, would they prefer it to be warm or cold, safe or risky. Um, So for example, romantics prefer warmer destinations with some risk involved. And the article also found that women tend to be more romantic than men, which is a no-brainer, but it's nice to have scientific support. Uh, I thought the whole article was pretty interesting, so I wanted to see if this held true with my friends. Now, I consider myself more of a classical personality with some romantic tendencies, and I've always wanted to visit Scandinavian countries like Norway and Iceland, so clearly colder weather is my preference. And I feel like I would fit in pretty well in Norway, so there isn't really a lot of risk involved, you know, unless I went on a hike and fell into a fjord and drowned or something. Uh, So yes, I think my classical personality does fit my travel preferences. But I have a good variety of friends, so I wanted to see what their travel preferences would be and if it fit their personalities, according to the research article. Um, So let's start with Kate. Kate, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Cost-free? Well, no. But it's not an issue. Cost is not an issue, I'll say. What's your dream vacation? Oh my god. <laughs> just answer that question. <laughs> this is tough for me to answer. I literally just took my dream vacation last summer. So <laughs> what was that? Like, um, I went out to Colorado to a working ranch. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I had been saving up for that since I was like fifteen. 
Nice. So it was a really big deal. Since you were 15, you were saving up? Yeah. Whew. Turns out it was a lot easier to save up when I wasn't in school anymore. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm assuming it was worth it? Worth the wait? Absolutely, yes. Worth the cost? I, I cried when I left. Like, I uh-huh. honestly could not stop crying when we were driving away from the ranch. My mom almost made me pull over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> why why was this your dream vacation? Um, because like you know I'm an introvert. Mm. Um, and so city vacations are really not my thing. And beach vacations are cool. Like you get the beach drinks and that's all fun. But it doesn't like speak to my soul. Mm-hmm. It's a great resting time, but like something about being in the wide open mountains. With the creature that I love the most, with my mother, and, like, you know, we've always had riding together. Like, Mm -hmm. when I first started riding, we were always riding together. So, it's, like, something that's so important to us. And, like, with everything going on in my family right now, my mom and I were just, like, you know what? Our bucket list items, like, they can't just sit on our bucket list. We have to go and do them. And so, we did it. And it was the adventure of a lifetime. That's awesome. Yeah. So in general, when you're when you're looking for places to go, mm-hmm. is uh, scenery uh, a big deal for you? Um. Yeah, it's a big deal, but really, it's like how my heart feels when I go there and what it means to me deep down. So, like, my second favorite place in the world, besides like that ranch, is easily um, Munich, Germany, um, which is totally opposite because it's a city, you know, a really Mm -hmm. old city, tons of people, but my family's from Germany, and um, when I was growing up, I moved around a lot as a kid, and so I would go visit my great aunt, so my grandfather's sister, over the summer, um, almost every summer up in um, Arcadia, Michigan, it's kind of like by Traverse City, and, um, you know, she was very German, and, like, the house was all decorated very German, and very German with the table manners, and making your bed, <laughs> blah, 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 and, uh, but that was, like, my home for me, because I was moving around all the time, mm-hmm. and so when I went to Germany, and I was surrounded by all these people that looked like my great aunt, that spoke like my great aunt, and, like, it was just, like, really felt like home, um, even though I didn't really speak the language, I didn't know a single person there, but, you know, I felt that same way both times that I went. Hmm. Yeah. So, Germany or Colorado, very different places. Um, yeah. Wherever you go, it needs to be a place where you can have a lot of inner reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. When you choose some place, do you want it to be out of your comfort zone, or would you rather be somewhat risky in that you don't know what you're going to experience? Uh. Can you give me an example? Um, I guess uh, if you were to go to like India or something, um, somewhere like a third a third world country, mm-hmm. and you're not really sure if the the food or the water is safe to consume. Okay. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So like, would I just wing it in a place I know nothing about, or would I rather like do a bunch of research and know exactly what I'm gonna get, like do something in my comfort zone? Right. Not even not even like doing a bunch of research. 
Like, if, like, you go to London, like, you know you're going to be, you're going to fit in, and, like, you know the language and stuff like that. Oh! Uh, there's so much value in both options. I mean, oh, my goodness, what a hard question. Because there's, like, going to a place where you don't fit in is so, it's, like, such an important experience for a person with my privileges to have. Mm-hmm. So that, like, really changed and shaped who I am. But, like, now that I have had those experiences and I still, like, want to have those experiences, my favorite type of vacation vacation where I'm just, like, chilling out and just giving myself some rest is definitely at a place where I'm just, like, not going to have to worry about navigating. But, like, every, like, decade or so I want to go on, like, that crazy trip of, like, not knowing the language or whatever just to have that experience. But, yeah, the typical vacation is definitely going to be somewhere where I just feel like I can rest. Gotcha. And then, therefore, reflect. Yes. Exactly. It all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So after talking about wanting inner reflection and going to places that speak to her soul, we can definitely say Kate's a romantic personality. But does that correlate with her travel preferences? Remember, romantics prefer warmer destinations with some risk. Now... Kate's dream vacation was at a ranch in Colorado. Colorado isn't the warmest place, but she did go in the summer, so there's that. I'm not really sure how risky a ranch is. Um, She talked about how her typical vacation is at a place where she can chill out and rest, so that's going to be a safe place, which is not typical for a romantic. But she did say every now and then she'd like to take a risky vacation. So, I don't know, I'm going to say this is a toss-up. Romantic personality with 50-50 travel preferences. Moving on to Allie. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, I would probably go to New Zealand. Why? Uh, because it's beautiful. William Williams was film, filmed there, so that is one thing I want to see. But I've only ever seen beautiful things when I see pictures or hear about them. And it's very, I, I just want to be somewhere that has a lot of trees. <laughs> Well, there are there are a lot of trees in the world, so <laughs> there are. But um, have you always wanted to go to New Zealand, or was it just after you saw Lord of the Rings? I mean, that Lord of the Rings came out when I was really young, so I've always known about it. But it's not just because of Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't I've know if you're a super together. fan or something. I am a good big fan, <laughs> but not super. <laughs> I I prefer Harry Potter, <laughs> but I like both. But yeah, nice. New Zealand is very beautiful, and I've always wanted to be a photographer, so if I go there, I'm going to definitely have all my photography gear and take a picture, because my dream goal is to have a picture in National Geographic magazine. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. I hope you achieve that goal. Um, aside from New Zealand, uh, when you're dreaming, uh, dreaming of travel destinations where you want to get these pictures... Um, would you just choose someplace that's like in your comfort zone where you know you'll be okay or would you rather go somewhere kind of risky? I think I think I'd like to go somewhere risky, but I'd also like to go somewhere that people do not talk about. <clears throat> so that and I don't even know where that is yet cuz I have Because I'm people not, aren't talking about it, so you don't know. <laughs> yes. But once I get closer to the time where I'm able to actually do this traveling, I'm going to look up places I'm not going to do like what Jim does where he turns the globe and puts his finger on it, but um, 
yeah, I'm definitely going to go places that I've never heard about. My old supervisor lives in, or is from Bahrain, and I never even knew that was a country before because I'm just in my little bubble. Right. But I want to know more about the world, so I would go places people and talk about so I can share more about the world. Nice. Yeah. Um, warm or cold weather? Probably warm. <laughs> I like the cold. I can do it, but I'd rather walk around comfortable than cold. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Um, and would you rather stay in luxurious hotels or questionable Airbnbs that are in the middle of all the action? Um, I think I'd like to be in the middle of all the action, but I'd probably go with a little bit more comfortable than questionable, but not <laughs> luxurious because I don't like spending money. <laughs> That's fair. I definitely uh, agree with that. Yeah. Cool. I don't think money is what brings me happiness. It's experiences. But there if money can give me experiences, then there's that too, but Mm-hmm. I'd rather just rough it. Typically, you need money for experiences. So. Yeah, which is why I haven't done it yet. But <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know Allie, uh, you couldn't really tell from this conversation, but she's a romantic. And her travel preferences do align with romantic personalities. Um, she wants to go to places that are risky, that she's never heard about, uh, with, with lots of trees. And she prefers warm weather. Check and check. Uh, next up is Jeff. It's funny how we both decided we were going to apply for passports at the same time without really yeah. without really talking about it. I mean, we've talked about traveling before, but we kind of both decided at the same time, okay, we're actually going to apply for this passport. Uh, and then we came together and we're like, hey, I'm applying for a passport. And like, oh, me too. So that was crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, when we talked about it, you asked me if I wanted to go to Thailand um, or Singapore. And I'm not feeling out of those places. Uh, and I'm just wondering why you are. Are those like your dream vacation spots? Um, I wouldn't say they're my dream vacation spots. I think <clears throat> my dream vacation spots are like Bora Bora, Venice, um, and probably like Ireland. But <clears throat> I think one of the things with like Singapore and Thailand is it's like such a different culture and like the landscape and everything is just so beautiful and so yeah i i have had the idea of wanting to go there for a while um and yet happened to you know come up while i was watching the bachelor and so it like kind of reminded me of like okay this is like one of the places that i want to go visit um and i was like i'm getting to the point in my life where like i i hate flying like flying is one of my worst fears um I like to the point where I I need to stop letting my fears hold me back. So um, I was like, I'm gonna get a passport and I'm gonna start traveling overseas. So you, so you talk about fears. Um, Venice and Bora Bora and Ireland are all very different places. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about where you want to travel, are you trying to find somewhere where you feel fear of where you're going, like stepping outside uh- of your comfort zone? Um, I think for me, like, so those places, Bora Bora is, like, one of those places that I feel like lives in, like, fairy tales, because you, you, like, hear all these things and, like, see all these photos, um, of, like, how blue, like, the water truly is, and, like, how beautiful, you know, it really is, 
Um, Italy's just been one of those places. I, I mean, I love Italian food. Venice is like city, city on water, and it, like nobody knows how long it's going to be there for much longer because of like how long it's or <clears throat> because how how much like the sea level has risen over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ireland, um, being being Irish, I I'd, I would love to see where some of my ancestors, you know, come from. And so, yeah, like, it's terrifying to go to these places and spend that much time, like, on a plane, not having control over a situation is, like, terrifying for me. Because um, when I'm driving, like, yeah, I, you're more likely to get in a car crash, but I also have more control over that situation, in a sense. Um, right. And so that's the part that's terrifying for me is is – letting somebody else dictate what's going to happen. Transportation aside, though, when I, when I say fear and stepping outside outside your comfort zone, yeah, I'm talking about, like, not really knowing what you're going to experience. I mean, with, like, Ireland, I mean, you're going to be able to fit in, basically, because, you know, the population. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I have no... I know nothing about Bora Bora and <laughs> Venice, but, like, Venice... Obviously, they don't really speak English. Right. So I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, are you trying to step outside your comfort zone in terms of experiences when you travel? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think one of the biggest things of traveling overseas um, is that, you know, that language barrier that's, that's <clears throat> and that's terrifying because, like, what if you absolutely need something and you can't figure out how to get it? Um, but for me, that's not, like, my biggest worry like i would love to experience any any sort of new culture and um you know whatever that looks like and so yeah it's kind of scary not being able to have that i guess um the luxury of speaking the same same language and but it, it's a challenge that like i'd be willing to to do just to experience something you know different in my life okay i don't know if that answers your question but Oh, yeah, basically it did. Um, And in terms of what you want to get out of it when you travel somewhere, are are you trying to go somewhere with, like, just beautiful scenery? I know we talked about the water and Bora Bora and whatnot. Or are you you trying to find a place with lots of history? Um, I think whenever I look at places to travel to, um, yeah, I want to be able to see – you know, beautiful sites, but I also want to see places that has, has that history, like you said, um, and kind of that culture that's, that's different than what I experience every single day. Um, you know, we, you and I have traveled to multiple places together at this point. Um, you know, going to Memphis, going to Nashville, going to Atlanta, you know, all, all cities that have a lot happening and have a lot of history. Um, and I love that because I, I like seeing where our society has come from um, and, and kind of learn about that. But I also think that it's it's really just being a part of history yourself because you're visiting these places years and years later and you're, you're stepping foot into that, um, <clears throat> which is, I think, really cool about going traveling anywhere. Um, like that so yeah it's a mix of history it's a mix of culture it's a mix of the sites um and just kind of immersing yourself into all of that at once 
Okay. When you when you dream about traveling, would you rather go somewhere warm or cold? <laughs> um, preferably warmer. Um, but I wouldn't mind going to going to places, <clears throat> um, you know, like. Alaska or going to places like Greenland. Like, I think those would be super cool places to visit. Um, so I'm not opposed to, to colder places, but my preference is always going to be warm. Gotcha. And we kind of have experience uh, in this next question <laughs> from what we did in Atlanta. But, uh, yeah. Luxury hotels or Airbnbs? <laughs> um, I, I think it depends what you're looking for. Um, I'm fine either way, to be honest. Um, Airbnbs, if you're looking for more reasonable ways to travel and you're okay with the potential of being in almost like a hostel type um, scenario where you're, you know, staying with other people. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have the money to be able to afford a luxury hotel, um, then then go for it. I think... It really comes down to your budgeting. Um, I'm okay with either. I mean, I've done both. Um, I think it's just where, where you're at financially and where I'm at financially at the, at the point in time. There. So Jeff watches The Bachelor. Uh, that's all I really need to prove that he's a romantic. And his preferred climate is always warm. And he considers flying a risk. So any place he has to fly would be a risky destination. That covers all the bases. Um, Jeff and I travel a lot together, but we've been confined to the U.S., so I'm curious to see if we can actually decide on where to go overseas because he has different preferences for the most part. Uh, now, next up is Sean, and we grew up together in very similar situations. So if people are a product of nature, um, Sean and I should have similar preferences, right? Let's find out. When we were younger... We definitely had similar financial situations, I guess yeah. you'd say, in terms of, uh, you know, we couldn't afford to do shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so traveling was definitely out of the question, right? Yeah, I, I don't so think now... we both agree that we never made it really out of the state, except <laughs> for a point together. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot going on uh, where we were from. Uh, so now, I mean, we still might not necessarily have the best financial situation, yeah. but uh, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um, even though my heritage isn't Irish, I think I've always wanted to go and see um, Ireland, just because, I don't know, I, uh, I recently... I've been able to, with business and everything, go to some, like, conferences and whatnot where it put me into places like Washington, D.C. and whatnot. And just my opinion, you get up to some of those monuments, you know, and you've always seen them in, like, the the history books. And I'm like, oh, man, that would be so cool if I ever get to see that. Well, when you get there, it's full of tourists. And then they have, uh, what is that? Uh, is it the Wishing Pond or something like that? I don't know my history. Uh, right next to Abe Lincoln's. What do they oh. call that? Um, like next to the Washington Monument? Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I get there, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. Like, 
how many people get to do this in their lifetime? So, you know, coming back from like a poor family who could, I mean, afford to do Cedar Point uh, <laughs> once in a millennial, uh, <laughs> seeing that up close, I'm just like, this is it. And I felt, <laughs> and I felt bad because it was the, the whole pond thing was full of goose poo. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, they don't even keep it up. Like, what happened to the pristine waters and the stuff they used in uh, was Nick Cage's movies? You know, it looked so pristine and <laughs> like it's like glorified. And you get up to Abe Lincoln, you can't really. It's just like, oh, it's just a statue. You know, so, and it didn't, like, didn't live up to the hype, is what you're saying. No, it didn't live up to the hype. And my thought process is, I wonder if like I go to Ireland, it's gonna be the same thing. It's like, wow, just hills and hills and. More hills. <laughs> oh, there's some sheep. <laughs> but I mean, I want that's the, one of the places. And then uh, Alexander wants to go there as well. So kind of, we'll, we'll see in the future. <clears throat> I, I have heard there are lots of hills <laughs> in Ireland, but um, I'm sorry if you if you mentioned it at the beginning, but why exactly do you want to go to Ireland? Um, it's just one of the. I'm just into nature and all that stuff. Obviously, that's what's my background. And it's, I've always been something, the reason why I went down the Washington DC track is because all you do is see pictures and you're like, wow, that'd be really cool to see. Mm -hmm. And if you get there, it's like, wow, I'm always amazed by nature and everything um, out in that realm. But I, I just wanted to choose Ireland because you could just always see the pictures in, in books and whatnot. My, my fear is though, it's going to be the same thing like Washington DC where you get there and uh, it's not what the pictures were showing. I mean, it was probably the most perfect day to get that camera shot, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's always cool to go see. Also over there, they got uh, castles and stuff that are still up. I've always wanted to go see castles. Medieval is uh, my kind of realm okay. um, to be in, and I just thought, oh, just being in that, in that moment make me feel like I was a part of that for just a second. So that would be my happiness there kind of feel like you made it in life, like you finally got to do some of your big goals. Because you're standing in a, a ruined castle? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm into pirates, I'm into medieval stuff. It's like, wow, you know, I could afford. You always hear about, I mean, some friends on Facebook they always show that it seems like they're always traveling. You're like, well, where do they work? Do they always get to travel? <laughs> yeah, who knows? But, hmm. yeah, like for me, Ireland. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely interested in the, the history aspect of it as well. But um, so aside from Ireland, um, when you're picking a destination, anywhere in the world, uh, would you prefer to go somewhere you know is a much of a risk, or would you rather go somewhere that there's some uncertainty about like, what's going to happen? Um, I mean, I think some some activities that you could potentially get yourself into poses risk. Like, I don't think I'd catch myself doing bungee jumping, like in like these big valleys. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd be that guy that, oh, <laughs> we didn't tie this one rope. <laughs> I, I don't want to go out like that. Same thing with some of these destination spots where you can only access by helicopter. I mean, I think I'm definitely afraid of helicopters, but just seeing other people enjoying and you know, someone taking a video of their experience, I can just sit back and watch a videotape of that. So I definitely won't be picking anything with helicopters if I can control it because they're kind of unpredictable. I'm just saying, like, Island doesn't seem like it's much of a risk. because, Like you said, it's just, like, a bunch of hills and castles. So um, Yeah, 
<laughs> feel pretty safe doing that stuff. Yeah, I feel like many people have done it. Um, same thing with uh, cruises. Uh, Alexander and I probably don't want to go on a cruise. I've always looked them up, you know, but then you see the price point and you're like, yeah, that's out of my budget. I could take myself, but <laughs> that's not really enjoying life together. It's more like being <laughs> selfish. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to be that person stuck on a cruise ship. There's always that fear. You just, I mean, with news and negativity, sometimes that comes about. Like, oh yeah, cruise ship. No one can find the survivors. <laughs> Great. But I don't know if it's influenced yeah. through movies or anything like that. But yeah, I choose to do less risk. Hills. That's fair. Hills are fun. <laughs> Hills can be fun, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about the climate um, of Ireland, but. Would you rather go somewhere warm or cold? Um, I don't want to go sub-zero cold, um, but uh, we always had this idea um, going through college or whatever that they would develop this class where you go through all the biomes. Uh, I would love to experience all that stuff, uh, but safaris would scare the heck out of me just because it just seems like they're never uh, protected as much as it looks like. I mean, one guy... He's talking something, and he's got a rifle, but nobody else does, you know? <laughs> like, what if he gets out, and then he gets taken, and his gun's outside the vehicle? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, animals are unpredictable, and I would I would love to see all that stuff, but sometimes it's just it's better to be reserved. Um, I mean, if you have big dollars, I just don't want to spend tons of money to put yeah. uh, my family at risk. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a line. I was definitely afraid we went to on our honeymoon. Uh, Disneyland has the Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. and we we're taking the safari ride at nighttime. And I think most of those guys eat at night, but unless they like tranquilize their guys to be a little bit tired, is the, the rumor. <laughs> you know, when you go to zoos and stuff. No, we were out there, and it's just a big, huge spot. And uh, I'm like, man, those things look like they could just, you know, whenever they wanted to, just <laughs> pick a car and choose their meat and drag them back. <laughs> But you don't hear about that stuff, but that's the fear in the back of my head because I'm just like, yeah, this is a, a simulated safari. It's real. You know, they put a lot of money into that stuff. But it's like I think maybe just going to Disneyland and having it where it seems kind of more safer would be more of my taste. So we did it there. <laughs> yeah, lions are scary, but I don't know if you answered my question, warm or cold. Uh, well, I said that I'd, I would travel through all the different biomes. But I wouldn't go sub zero, and I definitely wouldn't go blistering hot. Okay. So somewhere moderate. Okay. Sorry, I'm long with my answer. That's fine. You have, you have a good point, though. Yeah, I don't want to mess with lions like if I don't have a gun. At least give me a stick. I can, you know, shake at them if they come at me. But anyway. Yeah, the people know that we. I was going on a tangent. They're all right with it. Um, last question. Um. Fancy hotels or run-down Airbnbs? I'd probably go fancier hotel on the cheap, if that makes any sense. If that, if, I mean, if you could pull that off, yeah. That would be yeah, nice. if I could pull it off. If not, um, no, I can't even, I can't go on a long-winded answer again. So well, let's go with a straight one. Uh, yeah, fancy hotel. Do I think I deserve that? No, but I'd rather choose fancy. All right. Well, thanks for your answers and your tangents. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, Sean is kind of an enigma. 
uh, meaning sometimes you don't know what the hell he's talking about, and he gets on tangents like you heard, but you just gotta sit back and enjoy his nonsense. Um, I would define Sean as a classical personality with romantic tendencies, just like me, and his preferences are much like mine. Um, Norway and Ireland are obviously different places, but you could put them in the same destination category, I think. Um, he doesn't really care for taking risks, and I'm still not really sure what he's talking about with the biomes, but moderate temperatures are good with him, so I'd say that checks all the boxes for a classical personality. Um, up next, let's hear from Tori. I wanted, I wanted to bring up Seattle. Well, okay. <laughs> so, you told me that you don't care about traveling. And right. When we when we were in Seattle for that conference a couple years back, um, you, you said that Seattle was just another city. Right. And, yeah, you you don't have to say that so aggressively. Right. Yep. Yep. That's true. <laughs> um, and you had just stayed in the hotel for most of the trip, and to this day, I'm still shocked by that. Um. How so. It's, it's Seattle. I've, I had never been to Seattle. I don't think you were. You had been in Seattle before that, right? Know, that was your first time in Seattle, right? That was my first time in Seattle. It's just for me. It's just another another city. All right, all right. Okay, moving on, moving on. So, <laughs> I'm really curious about your answer to this question. Uh, if you okay. could go, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Anywhere. Yeah. Mm, Hawaii. Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay, why? Um, I've been there once, and it's just freaking beautiful, and the culture and the people there are, like, mad chill. Everybody's accepting. That was a good time. Okay, so you've been there before. Yes. All right. So when you, I know you said you don't like to travel, but when you do travel, do you like to stay inside your comfort zone, or do you like to get uncomfortable? Because if you if you've been there before, then I assume you you're comfortable with it. Right, I'm definitely not going outside my comfort zone. Okay, why is that? I don't really know. I just know what I like right now, and if it's not, if it's something that I don't necessarily want to do then I'm not going to do it. I'm not one that really likes change. Hmm. We might have to dive into that later. But uh, <laughs> a, few more, a few more questions. Um, I mean, obviously, Hawaii is warm so when picking your travel destinations, I assume you'd rather go somewhere warm rather than cold? 100%. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you like to turn oh, you up do. your heat to 99 degrees in your apartment. Man, well. <laughs> I think my shit is on like 80 right now. And I live in Louisiana. So that's <laughs> a lot. It does say a lot. Um, and then fancy hotels or Airbnbs in interesting areas? Definitely fancy hotel. I don't really trust Airbnbs like that, bro. Hmm. That's right. You like to be comfortable and inside your comfort zone comfortable i know what hotels are like i don't know what airbnbs are like i mean there's reviews and stuff you can read the reviews nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you don't trust people <laughs> I've, i trust issues you can say that yeah <laughs> it's fine <laughs> any other questions 
no, that pretty much wraps it up. Really? How'd I do? Tori knows what he likes, and what he doesn't like is traveling and going outside his comfort zone. But he definitely likes being warm and toasty. So, this is another 50-50 situation. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's a classical or a romantic personality. Tori is just Tori, and that's why I love him. Even though he thinks Seattle is just another city. Um, and last but not least, here's Caitlin. We often talk about wishing we had the ability to just pack up everything we own and just you know, mm -hmm. go anywhere we want. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know about you. Uh, as of right now, I can't do that. <laughs> but... No. <laughs> I mean, that unless like I want to go to the grocery store. And even then, like, you know, I can't bring anything home. I just go. Well, that's rough. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if you could go anywhere, um, mm -hmm. where would it be? Like, in terms of, like, a dream vacation. Greece. Greece? Why? For sure. Yeah. Just the architecture and being by the water. Those are, like, my two favorite things. Okay. Like, the architecture there specifically? Yeah, like, you know, and I think it's Santorini, um, and they have all the, like, domed houses and uh, archways and everything like that, and uh, like the Acropolis and stuff like that, too. Well, how do you already know about all that stuff? Internet. 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 So, I mean, if you've, if you've seen it on the internet, I mean, what's the point of going there? To experience it yourself. That makes sense. Because, like, you can look at a picture, but it feels so much better when you're sitting in that window and you have that, like, fresh off the sea breeze hit and you're, like, you can't get that through a picture. You just can't. All the senses Sorry. are being activated, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I mean, besides Greece, when you're Thinking about going to a place, uh, would you rather pick somewhere you know you'll be safe, or like would you rather step outside your comfort zone? Can you say like, is it appropriate to say fifty-fifty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, because like any bit of travel is out of my comfort zone a little bit. Like, yeah, I want to do it, but it still takes a lot to get to that point where you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. Um. That's true. But. You, you want to know that, like, wherever you go, you're going to be okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I'm, and, like in, in terms of, like, when you go to, like, third world countries and, like, you're not sure if the water is going to be safe to drink and stuff like that. Like, does oh, that, no, that's is that kind of place? Cool. Oh, you'd like that kind of place? I think that's cool, yeah. Like, when I went to Panama, I mean, like, the bugs were huge. Um, we didn't know, like, if the chicken was even safe to eat. The fruit, like, we kind of knew we were going to get sick from it. But, like, how do you pass that up, you know? I would pass it up. I don't want to know if I want to go somewhere where I'm not sure if the food is even safe to eat. Yeah. No, they had to have, like, potable water trucked in every week and stuff like that. And even then, like, they didn't get enough for their whole community, so they just had to do it, like, I don't know. They had to deal with it. And when you're around people that are doing that, you kind of just say, I don't know. You get over it a little bit. Like, wow, they're living with this. I can get over my need for bottled water for a second. I mean, and that's obviously the thought process, but then when you go home with diarrhea, it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you always have to deal with the, the repercussions, I guess. Yeah, plus they had like five cents for a bottle of Coke, so like we were pretty comfortable. Five cents for a bottle of Coke? Yeah, that's pretty affordable. Yeah, glass bottle too. Real sugar. 
Wow. Classic. The whole nickel. Living it up. <laughs> so, I mean, we talk about you like going to places like that, apparently, but you still choose Greece as your vacation, like dream vacation? Yeah, there's a little bit of both there. Like, there's the different cuisine and all the different foods over there. Like, you eat into being goat, you know, it's a little different than the average American diet, I think. Do you, when thinking about going to a place, do you prefer um, going somewhere with lots of history, or would you prefer just, like, beautiful scenery? I know Greece basically has both, but... Yeah, yeah, it's a mix of both, I guess. Over the two? Hmm. Depends on what I'm going for. Like, you know how you you, were, you have those times where you want a vacation where you're just sitting there doing nothing, and, like, you're okay with just sitting on the beach. But then there's those times where you're like, I want to go on vacation, and I just want to explore everything. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have a single day where you're just, like, you want to wake up early, and you want to go do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so those ones are to history. But, like, when you just want to relax, vacay, like, then definitely scenery. Nice. Yeah, good balance of both. I'm not too familiar with the climate in Greece. Um, but warm. It is warm. Okay, so would you prefer a place that's warm over cold? Probably warm, yeah. Okay. So it's like 75% warm, but there's definitely cold places I want to see too. Like the cold isn't a deterrent for like Alaska. True. Or Canada, like Banff National Park. For sure. And uh, last question, fancy hotels or Airbnbs? I sound like such a ninny, but, like, there's different, you know, different vacations for both. Yeah. I don't know which one I'd really prefer. Like, Airbnb is good on the go, like, over the summer when Taylor and I went to the UP, we just stayed at this really cool Airbnb that I'm pretty sure we found, like, the week before and talked to the lady. She made us pasties and everything, and that was really cool because that was one of those exploring vacations. But then there's also, like, I went to Shanty Creek. That place is, like, hella nice. Like, a giant jacuzzi tub, like, big window. So you just want to sit and look outside for, like, the relax vacation. Nice. Is that too much? Can I talk too much? No, you're fine. Are you recording? I think Caitlin tries to come off as a classical personality, but I think deep down she is a romantic. In terms of risk, she says she's 50-50, but she's cool with going to places where you can't even drink the water, so I think that counts as risky. Um, And she prefers places that are warm, um, but like everyone else, the cold isn't a deterrent, but warm is her preference. So Caitlin's travel preferences also checks all the boxes for a romantic personality. Crazy. So of my six friends that I talked to, The research article predicted the preferences of about four and a half of them. That's pretty good. Uh, But that also makes you wonder why people are so predictable, doesn't it? It kind of brings me back to the episode in season one about originality, right? Nobody's original anymore. Even when you think you are, you're not. And that was bound to happen with travel. The world is only so big, right? Some of my friends mentioned how they know about certain places from the internet or in history books. So seeing that stuff is what plants the idea in your head that you want to travel there. It's not an original thought. And I'm not attacking them. I'm the same way, right? And at the end of the day, romantic or classical, it doesn't really matter. Even if it isn't an original travel destination, like Caitlin said, it's a different experience when you actually go there. So 
Irish exit wherever you're at. If you have fear that you're missing out, it's probably because you are missing out. There's a lot happening in the world. A lot that we don't even know about. And you won't know until you come across it yourself. So whether you're going to Ireland for the castles or to New Zealand for the trees, <laughs> just get out there in the world. Uh, my only regret is that when I choose to go one place, I'm missing out on another. So there's really no cure for FOMO, but you can treat it by traveling with friends. Thanks for listening, and I hope you won't miss out next time. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything.